0: And we are live, so hello, and welcome to another episode of Loose Cannon. Uh, this our week we are picking Loose Cannon, up. Uh, God damn it. that was unmuted for some reason. Uh, this, this week we are picking up kind of where we left off last week, uh, or last episode. Uh, we were talking about Rock and. In gathering everything there is to know about Rolk, there is quite a fucking lot. So we decided that it would be best broken up into two parts. The first part focusing on the Shattered Sun lore book, and the second part focusing on the armor sets, which basically take place... I mean, I'm not sure if I'd say immediately after the Shattered Sun lore book, but after the Shattered Sun lore book, for sure... Because it, it's it's Rolk as a disciple of the Witness, right? Um, so we got a lot to talk about this week. How was your week? It was good. Good. It
1: awesome. was good. Just staying at it steady moves you know forward every day.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get you there.
1: Uh, so allergies, allergies are horrible.
0: So then, uh, this week we have another uh, lore card, right?
1: Yeah. So we've we've briefly talked about this one before in the past, but I thought it was a little bit relevant to bring it up now, uh, in lieu of recent events in game and reality. But um, so I brought up last man last man standing, uh, which is a shotgun tied to the Drifter and Gambit, and a, and it's a poem. Um, that I wanted to reference because in the flavor text on the gun, it says simply, Call me Ozymandias. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, like, what is an Ozymandias, right? Well, Ozymandias is a poem by Percy Blythe Shelley. Um, Ozymandias refers to an alternate name of an ancient Egyptian pharaoh, uh, Ramses II. The poem portrays art's power of preserving the past while also exclaiming all power is temporary, no matter how prideful or tyrannical a ruler may be. And so this is nice because we just talked about Rolk and we just talked about, you know, we're talking about the darkness and the witness and anybody in a position of power thinking that they can just rule everything, right? Mm -hmm. And by, by raising everything, you are now the conqueror of the land. And so this poem is great because it really shows how a tyrannical leader or somebody in power can come in and just dominate everything, destroy everything around them to take claim of it. But really when that happens, what are you left with? You know, you have this barren wasteland. The final shape, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, you have this barren wasteland of, of nothingness, and what did you really accomplish in all of that. So this poem is great because there's a lot of meaning in it. Um, Within the poem, there's three voices. There's the original I, the traveler, and the voice of Ozymandias himself. The final image of the distant, endless sands um, powerfully contrasts with the now hollow words of Ozymandias. So when you think about the poem before it's read, that's basically the three voices and what the meaning is behind it. And so the poem is is like this. I met a traveler from an antique land who said, two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. Near them, on the sand, half sunk, a shattered visage lies whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command tell that its sculptor well those passions read. Which yet survive stamped on these lifeless things, the hand that mocked them and the heart that fed, and the pedestal these words appear, My name is Ozymandias, King of kings, look upon my works, ye mighty and despair, nothing beside remains, round decay of all that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. And so... What that means is Ozymandias is looking upon the conquered lands and everything that he worked to destroy and to claim as as his own. And so all he sees in the end is basically a broken statue of himself, the prideful ruler who came in to stake claim to the once beautiful land. And so there's nothing left but him speaking to himself and what he has become. And so I thought it was nice. Mm-hmm. That was a good, I thought it was a good relevant, uh, lore card to bring up.
0: Yeah, no, uh, that and, is, that is definitely, uh, I'd say relevant to the yeah. theme of, um, the, the witness <clears throat> and in, in proxy, therefore Rolk. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I thought rock was a good representative of that. And you know, I'm sure we could find all kinds of, Good examples of that. Um, it, it harkens back to, like I said before, uh, Ramses the Second, the mm-hmm. ancient Egyptian pharaoh, um, and so that's that's a little tie-in too. Because if you think about this as a like a precursor to the current events, when we got the shotgun, all we could think of was, oh, well, this is you know Drifter, you know, this is talking about Drifter
0: mm-hmm. wanting to be
1: wanting to be the last thing. The last man standing yeah well yeah in a way but when you read the when you read the flavors text call me ozymandias um that that has nothing to do with the drifter because when you think about it the drifter doesn't want those same he's not staking any claims he's not wanting to you know raise everything and become the final ruler of everything yeah that we know of you know and so
0: I mean, that definitely never seemed seemed to be his, um, his MO. He's always been much more, um, I understand that shit is going down and I just want to outlast it.
1: Exactly. And it's survival. He wants to survive. So he makes his little pocket uh, realm so that he can wait it out. Wait, the deluge that's incoming. Um,
0: you know, that's actually a really interesting, um, Observation though, because I never, I never, I never knew the Ozy- Ozymandias uh, reference, but that is a really interesting one because it's basically saying he's the last man standing, but someone else is saying "call me Ozy- Ozymandias." Exactly. So it's like he he hit it out. He 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 survived to hear the <laughs> the person of who was Ozymandias. Yeah. So call me Ozzy Mandius. It's just it's just a
1: funny little dig. Um and 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 I thought it was neat because of how things are now in the game and how much of how much of the in I say like pyramid Egyptian inspirational stuff that we're witnessing now, like physical objects in game are very reminiscent of pyramids and pharaohs and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. And so it's a nice little, neat little tie-in when you think about Ozymandias. Ozymandias was um, the name for Ramses because after translations happened and mm-hmm. other things in history, uh, they just started calling Ramses Ozymandias in other countries and stuff. So that's mm. basically how that happened. So you ask yourself, why Why would they say Ramses and Ozymandias? It's because they had some, you know technical issues and translation issues and stuff like that in the past, but it, it's very much tied to Ramses that the, the Pharaoh that used to rule uh, Egypt and he was much like a conqueror, kind of a tyrannical leader, if you will, or what they thought of him as.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, this week, as, as I, I said before, this week we're basically covering the raid armor, and Bungie likes to do uh, stories across sets of armors. They've done this for a while now. I think the the first time it's actually been done was all the way back in Rise of Iron on their raid armor, the Wrath of the Machine armor, where it was the SIVA memories, but they were just like snippets. yeah. yeah. Because it wasn't there weren't lore entries, so you only had like twenty words.
1: These are M fragments, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to piece them all together.
0: Yeah, and I remember I saw those, and I, I was like, "Oh my god, what does this mean? I need to piece all these together and find like how how they connect from like A to B to C to D." And yeah. I I wrote them. I physically wrote them down on uh, index cards and I had red yarn and I just dedicated a section of my wall and it was like the, the fucking Pepe Silvia meme. And I, yeah. I was like, okay, so I just kind of put them all wherever I was just out so I could see them. And then I started like connecting the yarn and then I quickly realized they just go in an order and it's, it's not randomized at all. They go, <laughs> Helmet, <laughs> arms, chest, legs, class item. Helmets, yeah. are and then other class. Helmet, arms, legs, chest, or chest, legs, class item. And then repeat. And so that has been Bungie's um, <clears throat> standard ever since, basically. So whenever yeah. you see this type of thing, if you're wondering how to read it, pick a class, read the class. And so the, the order between classes might might differ uh in this case it goes hunter titan, warlock chronologically and in some cases they might be completely different stories and there's no real chronological between class so for anyone looking to read them in their entirety they're all resonant fury uh So then the hunter is called like mask, grips, vest, strides, cloak. Titan is helm, gauntlets, plate, greaves, mark. And warlocks are cowl, gloves, robes, boots, and bond. And I'm pretty sure those words as well, like hunters always have vest. Titans always have plate.
1: Yeah, it's always that way. So hunters know their, their items as, you know,
0: I always like confuse Hunter and Warlock with the, with the cowl and the boots. And then I see strides and I'm like, okay, well strides. that's not Warlock. I
1: always stride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's stride. And it's funny. Cause when you look at the little thumbnail pictures, sometimes it's hard to tell. Yeah. Are those Hunter boots or are those Warlock
0: boots? You got to yeah. see if it's got a mini skirt. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a mini skirt, it's a Warlock. There you go. Uh, okay. so these, these are, these are really interesting. Um, entries because basically a quick recap from shattered Suns: Rolk was was kind of predisposed to violence from a very early age he lived he lived in a um, society that uh, on a planet that had in perfect sync with two suns one sapphire one umbral so that one half of the planet was in the light of one of the suns and basically his people were always kept in the Umbral Sun, and the, the, the other people were always kept in the Sapphire Sun. And he destroyed the planet. And in yeah. doing that, the Witness made him a disciple. And it seems like the Witness kind of guided him on that path without making yeah. itself known, which is the very first thing as a very disciple. Very
1: Palpatine.
0: Is it? I'm not a big Star Wars guy
1: It's very like, uh, yes, yes <laughs> Emperor Palpatine meme okay. kinda like That I, that like I can guiding, understand Guiding Darth Vader to the darkness mm-hmm. The dark side or whatever
0: But, so, then, as as a disciple The Witness basically tasked Rolk with doing Almost the exact same thing it, You know, it's like, go to this planet And the, this planet inhabited by a race known as the, uh The Oslid and he he calls them uh, they are liquid fear sealed within porcelain flesh, and they speak in a uh, a clicking dialect. And so basically, he's not supposed to go there with an army. He's not going there with a fleet. He's not going there to assume control. He's going there by himself. Kill a few. Do what you have to do. Make them feel hunted. And try to find the ones that stand out, you know, find, find the you in their groups. Yeah. And so it's not exactly the easiest thing to do when you have these like cowardly uh, species go in there, kill a few while they're, while they're not looking, you know? Are you, are you, I just want to make sure. Are you, are you here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There was this, uh, a silence there, and I was like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> well, yeah.
1: I was listening. And so, oh, yeah, sorry. kill a few. It, 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 I was just going to make it funny, but then I thought it was kind of dumb. And then I started thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It was uh, a uh, – what was the old – okay, so when you said, like, he's going to go and kill a bunch of uh, people that, like, find the you amongst the – the, the timid creatures kill a few to make an example. Basically, it mm-hmm. reminded me of uh, that sci fi movie. Golly, what was it called? It was like a parody of Star Trek. And, um, oh, there. a parody yeah. of Star Trek, sort of. Yeah, it uh, was called something, anyway. This is why I didn't bring it up, but it was <laughs> it. Worked. Oh, god, what's the guy's name for Monk? He was in there the
0: main I, character from uh, i i don't know his name I never anyway really, he, was, really watch those he
1: was like he was like the leader of the that timid creatures race and they were like squid people but they could morph themselves into look like humans and whatever and they <laughs> they were very easy to kill people basically um anyway <laughs> i'll remember it later
0: And so, you know, the Rolk is, these are basically like Rolk's journals of, of his, um, his mission given to him by the witness. And he, but I cast a gate myself. Nothing is immaterial that is in your sight. My prayers offend my witness. And so here and now I tear them out. I shall learn to forge by night in whispers and silence shall be your choir. So very indirect. He's not the worms were kind of direct about it, right? Yeah. Like the worms find yeah, the so high very
1: much like this is what we do, this is what you do, and mm-hmm. in order to gain power over the universe, you must use this specific characteristic or something or other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was like, a, like if you
0: if you want this power, you need yeah. to feed us and to feed us you need to do these things, but also it's kinda just of kill people and you'll still feel fucking <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean consume I guess is the is the best way to like wrap it all up. It's like everybody is just fighting to consume the universe until they get to the final mm-hmm. shape or something or other.
0: Um and but so he's there, he's he's very indirect trying to uh to bring them to the dark side and uh, there's a lot of talk about his ego He's like is it the death of my ego you crave As you dispatch me alone against these insects And it's like That's kind of a little confusing to me I want to know if you had any thoughts on that Is it like because he he destroyed his civilization And he kind of feels like Ushering in new disciples It's like beneath him
1: Yes Yeah okay. I very much think that Because I mean um, Given his history and, and his like uh he's not really a megalomaniac um he's more or less like
0: i think he, he is just though feels, he's like right
1: there well like he's on the precipice of that but he yeah. is like the he is like the perfect example of i am i am the everything and i am or he is the he, he's like he's kind of like what everybody ends up being on the opposite side of guardians he is the guy that thinks he's going to be the one that heralds in the the new age dawn Mm-hmm. death, whatever the, the end point, the, whatever he's, I'm the representative. I am the chosen one for, you know, this particular, right. You know, like yeah. he thinks, he thinks so highly of himself that um, no one else could mount the mantle of this responsibility, but him,
0: you know, thinking about it, like talking to you, thinking about it, it does actually make me realize Callus was in a similar Uh, situation, Uh you know, he finds the edge, he finds the edge, the black fleet and all that. And it's like, oh, he's going to be, he's going to be a, uh, what did he call himself? A, uh, a harbinger of the black. Fleet? Yeah. I think
1: so. Or something like a herald of the darkness or yeah, no,
0: it was a herald. That was it. I knew it was an H. He was a herald of the black fleet or the black edge which yeah. is basically his own way of saying I'm a disciple of a witness of the witness. And then he's just like sitting back waiting for the witness to tell him to do something and the witness isn't doing shit and he's he's losing yeah. his mind about it. Well, and he feels the witness
1: like is like the witness is kind of like mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not as great as you think you are. I don't yeah. know. Maybe the witness is I thought of the movie.
0: What's the movie?
1: Uh Galaxy Quest.
0: Okay, I've never heard I've never seen oh, no, that. No,
1: it's a really good movie. So these people are on a TV show and they're basically it's basically Star Trek and it was on daytime TV. And so these aliens think humans are the show because they saw the show in space somehow. And so when their civilization of squiddy people get attacked by this relentless, you know, rogue-like character, yeah, this rogue-like character comes to mm-hmm. kill them all. They reach out into the universe to see if anybody will save them. And so the TV show of Galaxy Quest, they think humans are like that. And so they call us to come save them. So they teleport the main characters from the TV show, but they're just humans. They're just dumb, you know, characters on TV. Actors. Yeah. Imagine William
0: Shatner coming to save your civilization.
1: There it is. So it's exactly that. And they go to space and these squid people are like, you are our, you know, whatever. Uh, You're our saviors. I guess it wasn't the guy from Monk. Anyway, I'm sorry. i totally <laughs> derailed the show. But so they just they the the people that they're there to save just basically lay down and take it. Like anytime somebody kills them, they're just like, oh, I guess that was meant to happen. You know, it's that kind of attitude, like, oops, oh, you know. Man. That's yeah. rough. They killed my wife. You know, it's like, okay, this is horrible. Fight for yourself, but they can't, so <laughs> They call Galaxy Quest. Oh, my God. Why did I even bring that up?
0: Well, you know, this this is similar because, so, My violence inspires fear. Each new corpse come daylight, substrates accusations. They need logic, a cause and effect that fits within their understanding of the universe. Even when Massacre comes from the black depths between stars, they must lay its accounting to the Tarsus of their most powerless they divide, they appoint authorities, they see lines in the parts of us that exist only in their minds and they value these. So, so dearly, they will kill to define them. So it's like, yeah, they're, they're not really doing anything about it. Yeah. Just,
1: you know, that's a sequels. really good, um, that's a really good statement on, uh, societal art hierarchies and, uh, like militaristic forces and countries and, and I mean, you could even apply it to any branch of government. The mm-hmm. the way that Rolk shows his disdain for a species that builds himself up on basic constructs of the mind, and everyone is just supposed to fall in line in some sort of rank and file, and be appointed as like you're you're the representative for your feeble race. That I'm just going to basically swipe my sword across and raise everything that you own. But I want to. Fi- I need to find. The the me and your people, uh, and so far nothing, right? Mm-hmm. But and anyway, it, it's funny because it's like a little dig at like just what we do as humanity.
0: And he he goes on to like realize what it is that the witness is tasking him with. You have bidden me sharpen their fatuitous minds into a spear point as you did on Loubre but without showing my face to cow them. So instead I shall press my shape into the dust of this world and cast a generation of Oslid in my image. So that that leads directly to the next entry where Rolk, he says, cast a generation of Oslid in his image. And there's a part of me that's like it. The way he talks about it, it really sounds like he's fathered Oslid hybrids. But I yeah. don't think that's the case. I think he's just, like, designated a brood, as they're called.
1: Right, yeah, that one. Uh, there might be more to that, huh? Like, if we analyze that, I don't know.
0: It's, it's just the way he talks about them. There's, like, sometimes he talks about them. Um, let me try to find the exact line. The youngest of my brood, I named him oon has taken his first life. And it's like, okay, but is it, like, are you actually its father? Or is it just a brood that, like, maybe you stole away and you, like, separated from the rest of society? Like, what do you sounds, mean?
1: It almost sounds like he's, like, responsible for their conversion into the acid like figure that he feels... Like, maybe he didn't, you know, birth them, but he was integral in their creation somehow.
0: Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little confusing. I think it's just he's like because he's not supposed to reveal himself, you know. Yeah. So I think he's like an outside force, just like paying close attention to them. But he's the way that he phrases it is like kind of confusing and odd. But so basically, he 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 he's gathered this group of children and he's trying to curate them into warriors. And when Un takes his first life. Stoked on emotion, his craft is sloppy, the hand of a child, but I have yeah. removed the removed the shoddy traces of his outburst and vanished those who might find fault with such a child. He shrinks from the anonymous endowments I lay as laurels for his conquest. I have permitted too much softness for the offspring. So basically, if you remember back in Shattered Sun, when he started killing the people who were killing his family, they were yeah. all like, Whoa man, you're crazy. We don't like you anymore. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and so now he's kind of like you know it's funny because there's a there's a little bit of parallelism um, between the way the way Callus would go around um, trying to raise up his own what were they called his people his the shadows guy. you mean yeah the shadows is that what they were
0: oh, that was his like he would he would go to a planet he would find the strongest among like basically what yeah. happened to Rolk yeah. find the yeah. strongest among them and then say you're my shadow. You'll cast a shadow, whatever, and then he takes maybe 1% of the planet onto the Leviathan and kills everyone else.
1: Okay, what wouldn't it be funny, here's a, just a, a sidebar, wouldn't it be funny if Kallus knew about Rolk and knew his entire story and then claimed it as his own and he was just lying the whole time?
0: About creating shadows?
1: yeah like his like everything he ever said to us was just bull crap.
0: well I mean we know he created sh- I guess we don't know he created shadows but we have reason to believe he created shadows because they struck at Gaul and died yeah but I I mean it really does sound like he learned about Rolk and was like yeah me too I like that like yeah I'm yeah. gonna, he's I'm gonna definitely do that a as well.
1: poser he's definitely a poser Rolk I mean yeah.
0: No, like, w- without a doubt, he is.
1: Yeah. I mean, I always said, you know, he's a pantomath. He tried to run around staking claim to things that weren't his own, and mm-hmm. he mouthed it off. I mean, just the stories of his, his own scions that would make up make fantasy <laughs> fanfic for him just basically lie about all the conquests he had had, I mean, kind of tells you about his character. Anyway. anyway, just thought and, it was neat.
0: And so... Rook says, uh, "And I am left to ponder: Did you so attentively hone me into your blade, my witness, or did did happenstance and my own tenacity ready a blade for you to draw?" And you know, the the Oslid race is very similar to the Lubrayan race, where you know, or maybe it's they're very similar, but there's a big difference in one there's the potential that the witness had much more involvement than we know this whole half, half live in darkness, half live under the Sapphire sun. Like if that was like a machination of the witness kind of pitting the two forces against each other, that's how the witness built it. Yeah. You know,
1: that could be a thing. Like I'm going to create this environment to where I can grow a representative out of it. And you are it. Like he was the, like, just like you said, he was the, uh, the creation of his, his doing.
0: Yeah. attentively hone me into your blade. And it's like, uh, he did the witness did that, but they did uh, it over like generations. Right. Of, right. Of, right. Like change.
1: And it's, it's so funny to think that way because, you know, like what we know of destiny and what we play is so small. It's such a small fragment of time compared to, what this like just this lore you know like Mm -hmm. everything is like oh this was hundreds of thousands of years ago this was a million years ago it's like wow you know Mm -hmm. just to think so it's really hard to think in time in this uh lore because it's like i mean and then on top of that nothing is technically linear yeah so
0: and so really quick, I I do want to say this because I feel like if, if you hear this, you can, you can listen for it throughout the rest of this rather than getting to the end and coming to the conclusion or I would say it at the end and then you'd be like, oh, let me go back. Like, I'll save you the going back. Sure. Pay attention to the things like this, like the idea that the witness had had much longer involvement of of brewing turmoil to find the the perfect disciple. Like he didn't sure. just go somewhere and go, and you. He yeah. was there for a long time. Right. Right. So right. keep that one in mind. Yeah. Uh and then moving on with the uh into the strides. Uh, Rolk's original foster brood have now had children of their own, and these children have taught the lessons their parents have been taught the lessons their parents were taught by Rolk. Slowly, a part of the Ashlid race is sharpening to the path of darkness. The original favorite of Rolk Un uh, is, disappoints Rolk. Uh, because they're frightened by their own potential For glory so Roke basically stops rewarding them Like it kind of sounds like they're still Fighting back they're still killing and everything But they They they, wish they restrain themselves as well They're not pursuing yeah. it Yeah Huh Do you have uh something to say?
1: No that's an interesting uh, perspective I didn't think about it that way Okay But yeah that kind of makes that makes some sense. So like they're holding back.
0: Yeah. So okay. so Rolk is creating a more violent race of Oslid, but like I said, if if the witness did that to Lubre, they made that race not just based on violence, right? So like Lubre had um, yeah. the regime who lived in yeah. the Sapphire Sun and the regime employed stalkers to go find the others like the the, right. the people who it was out up. of
1: that so like he needed the one to balance the other so that he could breed the the one you know because out of yeah. you can't you can't just like have all horror and annihilation all the time exactly because because if that's all you know then there's no drive right there's no counter there's no there's nothing pulling you forward it's just like okay this is all it is well this is not you know, so you have to have that war. You have to have that battle. Yep. You have to have that fight for evolution in order to evolve. It's just like creatures on Earth. You threaten them with the extinction, and all of a sudden they start growing wings and fly into the sky. You know, it's mm-hmm. like anything.
0: And that is exactly why uh, Roke fails. The Oslid race dies in an atomic fire, and the only survivor is actually Un who then stands before Rolk uh wanting to know like who who you are why you did this oon started to see the pattern in Rolk's killings so roke was sloppy you know roke was too yeah. involved didn't step he's back too new. enough
1: you know he's a noob trying to figure this stuff out
0: yeah and uh despite failing Rolk was really proud of oon for surviving because it's like right. he did fail but he almost had it you know, he 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 created this tenacious oon. Yeah. Um and Un basically kills themselves trying to kill Rolk. Yeah. And yeah. it ends by uh Rolk saying, And only now do I appreciate your lesson. So we don't really know what the lesson was exactly. Well, but...
1: I think it was I think it was his own lesson. Like he he learned that, you know, um he was a good example would be he's the brand new manager that comes in yeah. and hires the staff and then like he trains all these people, but you know, he doesn't train them very well. And then like, you know, everybody gets fired or leaves and he's left with the one guy and that one guy is like kind of resentful for him. But at the end of it all, the manager learned a lesson like, wow, mm-hmm. I kind of sucked at this, but time to move on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that would that, that ends the the hunter armor and then we move into the titan armor.
1: Yeah.
0: And so. You know, all the way back in Taken King, we learned about the worm gods and yeah. people have been theorizing about them for fucking ever. You know, they were like, oh, they're Ahamkara that turned to the dark. Oh, no. Worms and Ahamkara are different, you know, yeah. back and forth, back and forth never really having a solid answer. And this season, this expansion, we got a strike. You know the strike I'm talking about? Yep. And it's like, wait a second, what do you mean they're manufacturing worm larva? What what does that mean? So if you played that strike before the raid really came out, and even then the raid armor wasn't in the API until even after that, Yeah, so so he had
1: no solid explanation.
0: Yeah, Yeah. so like you're watching the day one raid race, and there's someone with a titan, and they get one, one piece of armor, and it's like, wait, what? What's this talking about?
1: Yeah, I was watching the raid, and um, oh, I think it was, I think I was watching uh, Mylan. I think I saw Mylan. I just popped in there real quick to look to see, like, what are y'all doing? And he had just gotten a titan piece of armor, and I read the fucking titan now. He's always been a titan.
0: No, he's not always been a titan. He's been a hunter.
1: He plays. He plays both. But I thought he was a main, mainly a titan originally. Huh. We'll, we'll have to ask him. We'll have to give him shit. So <laughs> he got. He got, a, he got a piece of armor, and um I immediately looked at the flavor text. Obviously, because it wasn't in the you know API yet mm-hmm. for me to look at. And so I read the flavor text, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. And so he just like kinda of glanced over that. He was like, I'm not gonna read any of this, you know, right now. I'm w i am I got work to do, right? Yeah. But I was just sitting there like, What does that mean? So you're right. Yeah, people yeah. were getting drops and pieces of armor and screenshots and I was trying to digest some of the new stuff. You
0: know. He my Matt has um has more uh strength than I do. Baxter still gives me shit for this, but I guess and I mean I don't really remember the exact thing that happens, but I guess we were raiding and someone said something stupid on Twitter and in the middle of the raid, they heard me like clacking at the keys and like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm arguing with someone on Twitter and they're like, we're fucking raiding right now. And it's like, well, someone said something stupid about lore. Like I had to correct them. That's funny. If I, if I was raiding day one and I saw, for example, like the resonant fury helm, which says, Uh, Ur yearns for nurture, it does so through hunger Or the Gauntlets, Yule yearns for nurture, it does so through honesty Or the Plate, Zol yearned for nurture, it did so amongst the thousands Yeah, the that Greaves, was the one I saw, I think Yeah, <laughs> the Greaves, Akka yearned for nurture, it did so through secrets Or yeah. the Mark, Air yearns for nurture, it does so through order
1: yeah you automatically I, are like, oh, crap. Yeah, I'd be warm. like, guys,
0: I need to read this. Um, does anyone yeah. else have a different piece than me? Can you read it to me? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I was trying to do. I was running around back and forth trying to read them all. I couldn't, mm. you know, they didn't open up the lore tabs. Yeah,
0: not even for a quick screenshot. That Like, that's the least you can do. I
1: know. We need, we need like, lore representatives to go into the raid every mm. time there's a raid. And when they get a piece of gear, it's just like, okay, everybody, screenshot this. <laughs>
0: That's the thing, like, with the end game, like, the day one raiders yeah. and shit like that, they'll, like, get all the all the armor and the weapons and stuff, and you have to, like, pastor them to take, like... Yeah. And it's like, they're streaming anyway. Just, like, open it, go one, two, three... Okay, you're, you're yeah, done with exactly. it. That's all That's we all needed. Need.
1: Not even that Thank long, really. See you later.
0: Yeah. Um. But, so... Helmet, arms, chest, legs, class item. We learn... That there is actually a sixth worm god and yeah. her name was Zeta the nurturing worm because she was the mother of the worm. other five worm gods. Yeah. Uh so Rolks, Which
1: introduces us a whole nother dynamic, which
0: Yeah. Yeah. So to kind of summarize this, um, Rolk swam deep within the fundament, killed a Leviathan, ripped out its rib, and used it to pry open the prison the worm gods were kept in. Rolk offered them a trade, their power for their lives. Zeta agreed, but informed him they needed sustenance for their power. Uh, Rolk refers to the krill species that live above them, and Zeta goes yeah. with Rolk to the pyramid ship that w- the raid would eventually take place in, which is one of the best skyboxes. If you're when yeah. you're in that raid, you can yeah. see Zeta. Yeah, that's that's really great. Um, so yeah, we 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 knew that the worms when we learned in the Taken King about the worms. The, the the Krill princes, uh, Sathona, Zyro, and Aura went down there into the opened prison, and the worms were like, we'll give you power, you just need to ingest our larva, which is kind of fucking yeah. weird in the first place, right? Like, that, yeah. that should have been a I heads up. Been, yeah. And it, it's long been a question of mine. It's like, okay, so worm gods, worm larva, that means worm larva will eventually become worm gods, correct? Like that's how
1: Well, they, you would think that's how they grow, right? Like, and yeah. then they get big, like it, like it should have happened, um, that Savathun or Oryx would have ascended to a point where, okay, now what now I just yeah. have to go back and kill my mother, father, worm and then take over that mantle and then so on. And then just keep going until what Zeta.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, it's just like, so if they're ingesting the larva though, like in my head, if they're ingesting the larva and they're feeding the larva and the larva is giving them power, eventually the larva is going to be growing, not just physically like getting physically larger, but it's no longer going to be a larva. And it's like, why is it not bursting out of them at some point? And it always bothered me. And we're about to learn uh, why that is. But so when you're reading these, uh, these have perspective shifts. So some of them are of Rolk or some of them are from the perspective of Zeta. Actually, are they all? Wait a second.
1: Well, I think it was kind of like through the eyes I thought it was through the eyes of Rolk in the worm but i I could be wrong I thought when yeah. they like because... when, when er was speaking it would and then like the little sidebar you know like when you hear you can almost see like Rolk talking yeah and then that's what I thought
0: well the reason I mentioned this is because the uh the timeline of events kind of goes back and forth yeah a little bit. Um, where like in the first entry, Rolk is there confronting them, and he's got the rib and he's like, look, I, I I tore out the rib of of a Leviathan. The thing that's keeping you here, I'm clearly stronger than the Leviathan to kind of wager uh leverage. And then the second entry, it kind of retells how Rolk did that. Like Rolk literally cut open a living Leviathan pulled from its chest, a rib many times larger than the subjugator himself. Yet he wielded it as nothing. And Zeta is watching this happen. And the Leviathan winded broken, cast its gaze down on the deep below. Uh, You would not look upon the ones who bested you beast, lift your eyes and meet mine. The subjugator placed the rib beneath the beast's skull and raised it level. What lies beyond belongs not to you, nor the false god hiding amongst the many moons. It belongs to that which witnesses all. You would do best not to forget it, regardless of your misplaced loyalties. And um, then the rib dropped into our dwelling, our deep, with force. It landed before us, uplifting the sediment and the fundament floor into a dense cloud from which he emerged. So it's like... The perspective is kind of weird that, that Zeta wasn't physically there with Rolk But they were they were watching it happen Yeah And then they were still in their prison And they saw the rib fall And then Rolk appeared Out of the, the dense cloud of dust That was kicked up Yeah That's odd But for the sake of it I mean it, it's, it's just like A really badass um, event Really
1: yeah, the fact that you can... And then that rib was in the raid.
0: Yeah, that rib is in the raid. Um, someone asked in chat, did Rolk kill the Leviathan or just rip out a rib? Or are there multiple Leviathans? Because Rolk went to meet the Worms surely before Arash, Zyro, and Sathona dove there and met the Leviathan. So yeah, um, uh, Rolk was there before the Princes were there. Like 100% they were. That's That's like confirmed... And sure. a little bit later, the reason I said he killed the the Leviathan, when did broken cast its gaze on the deep below? Well, would you not look upon the one that best? I guess it doesn't actually say he killed it,
1: because the the Leviathan. I only I only ever thought of it as being one, the Leviathan, and then the Worm Gods are down there. So the the Leviathan was always what they went to seek out but it was the worm gods that they found.
0: I always thought there was more than one Leviathan. Mhm.
1: Like there were Leviathans.
0: Yeah. Oh. The rib he tore from the cruel from the cruel Leviathan. Huh, maybe there is one. Maybe he didn't kill it.
1: Yeah. And I thought that was kind of like where the whole Zeta came from, but I didn't. Know. I, I I didn't really puzzle it together. I didn't bother to read that.
0: Snark holding out the rib. Yeah. No, you're 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 right. So it sounds like he just ripped out a rib and w- like put the Leviathan in its place, and yeah. then went and grabbed Zeta and swam up with her. Um. to the now has chip.
1: Zeta. Yeah, because now he has Zeta to make the other worms, and then it's kind of like laying a trap, mm-hmm. because he knew that out of Zeta he was going to make the other worm gods, yeah. and then therefore anybody else looking for the Leviathan, which, if you're looking for the Leviathan, you have to be like Rook, like you have to be a bad mother effer to be <laughs> able to go down into the deep and get to the Leviathan, so... It's like, here, let me lay this trap. Here's what a Leviathan is. If you, you know, call me when somebody shows up, right? And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden the warm gods are there and they're like, yeah, this, you're coming down here. You got to make a bargain, bro. And then, you know, you make a bargain and then you end up, okay, well, here's how you're going to get to, you know, yeah. the, to live forever.
0: And so then the, the next entry, the, the plate, uh, to summarize it, the traveler orbits the fundament as we knew from the books of sorrow. Uh, a 53rd moon, the osmium king Is surrounded by whispers And is going mad, the whispers coming from His worm familiar Which was a worm yeah. larva uh, The traveler plans to raise Up the krill from their weaknesses So the witness must act first Which we learned in The witch queen campaign yeah. <laughs> uh, The worm familiar Is given to the most clever Among the princes for telling a prophecy Of catastrophe one might not be a lot, li- one which might not be a lie to all to get the princes to abandon their home before the traveler arrives, which yeah. again we knew from the Books of Sorrow. So it's this this kind of has like a lot of overlap with stuff that we've already learned, but it just sure. gives you a perspective shift, which you know, there was that controversy a while ago about the lore being all folklore, and it's like not everything is, yeah. is expressly true. And it's like, yeah, it's not because it's all about the perspective. And many of us understood that. The way that it was phrased was probably a little more confusing. They could have phrased yeah. it better. That, I forget that who upset said it. a lot of
1: people. Yeah, yeah, that upset Where, a lot of people.
0: They're like, the lore's not even real. Like that's that that's not what they said, but that's kind of how it kid. came off. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and people like, who. Like People who are into the lore knew what they meant, but the people yeah. that weren't just were automatically like, oh, this is a retcon. There's no way. Yeah. You're just trying to back yourself out of a painted corner, blah, blah, blah. No, they've always had trapdoors and ways out of each encounter or each story. So there's, there's always a way to wrap this up. But it's like you said, this whole entire story is told through perspectives, yep. and it takes many perspectives to puzzle together exactly what actually happened because everybody has a different... Opinion, like Kate, even knew, saw things differently than you know Zavala did, and you know Eris, uh saw things differently from her fire team. So, like mm-hmm. everybody has, you know, a different perspective. I mean, the Drifter obviously has a completely different perspective than Saint Fourteen, and so just like this, Savathun had an ulterior motive. Rook had an ulterior motive. So, of course, they're going to tell two different stories.
0: So something just occurred to me that I'm going to touch on when we, cause we're almost done with the Titan set or yeah. is it the warlock set? It is the warlock set. Okay. Um, I hope I remember, uh, let me put a, let me just put this down at the bottom here because I don't want to forget it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll just continue on. Because I don't want to spoil it before we get to it. Right, really, right, right. I don't want to forget it. Um, So, Rolk... Sorry. Rolk took Zeta up to the Pyramid Ship. Rolk cut living pieces off of Zeta and sent them adrift back on the Fundament, knowing one of them would find its way to the Osmium Quartz shores. That was the worm familiar that the Osmium King found, drove yeah. was driven mad by, and then was also found by Sathona. Specifically also, in the-
1: Also, real quick, real quick. Also, you say that whim- worm familiar drove him mad? Mm-hmm. The worm that we used to make the grenade launcher, he yep. was driving me mad because- Same I worm. Because keep... <laughs> I had to keep hearing him. Talk in my ear the whole dang time I'm trying to get that stupid exotic quest done I mean Kudos to to Bungie for writing that In there but that Bungie or that Worm character is like Grating sometimes I
0: love the worm and I'm not sure if I said it on the On the show or not but I was really upset At the end of the the mission Where it was like and now I'll never speak Again and I'm like but I want You to
1: I was kind of Glad for that resolution though
0: yeah, I mean, I could tell that you would be from what you're saying here. But that is one and the same that is yeah. the worm familiar that was cut from Zeta, that was sent yeah. to the Osmium Shore, that drove the Osmium King mad, that was given to Sathona to urge them into the deep was kept by Sathona and fossilized. We defossilized it and then put it in the in the in the gun.
1: And don't forget, Mara Mara intended to take that worm and put it in herself basically the whole She
0: time. did not intend. That you was the so? lie.
1: She sort of did act like it.
0: Yeah, that was the lie. To get the worm to do what she wanted. True. Um, and so the hive have been I guess subjugated. The worms have been subjugated. I'm not sure if the hive could be considered subjugated. But the hive have been created. The krill accepted the worm pact. Uh they've created their throne worlds and the witness sees a lot of promise in Savathoon specifically, which is funny. I'll touch on it at the end again, but it's funny because from what we thought, the witness was very buddy buddy with oryx. Maybe not. Right, not so much. Um And so Rolk was placed permanently within Savathun's throne world to be a, a mentor and a guide to her. And Rolk was pretty jealous of what the witness saw for her saw in her. And as this is um, in the perspective of Zeta, it finishes with her saying in the deep, my children pay a price in servitude for survival and ascendance. The hive pay a price in servitude for power. And in the dark, I pay a price in servitude, so that others may be nurtured. It yeah. must not be in vain.
1: So here comes uh, Sabbathoon, and it's like it's almost like the witness hired another manager. <laughs> yeah, and so and so Roke feels threatened because he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get replaced, or what?" <clears throat> but uh... maybe that drives Roke forward, right? That threat. That threat. To his power.
0: So uh from chat uh they said that fossil worm wasn't the launcher worm the launcher worm is what Mara got from Sabathun.
1: Launcher worm was what Mara
0: got from Sabathun. No because when we put it on the relic it defossilized and then we put it in the launcher. Yeah
1: that's how right. I, that's how I thought I mean if you got something, you know, show it to us cuz yeah, I'd like to re- I'd like to or, read it. oh
0: shit, no, wait, maybe they're right. Was that the was that the exercised worm? Was that Savathun's worm familiar? Not worm familiar. Worm packed worm. It was, I think. Oh, okay. No, that's on me. It
1: was it was Savathun's
0: actual worm. That was Savathun's actual worm. I don't know what happened to the worm familiar. When you're juggling this many worms I'm going to get them confused <laughs> <laughs> Thanks thanks for catching that Yeah, I uh, appreciate it You're yeah. opening a can of worms <laughs> 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 and, and so that brings us to um, The Warlock set In which directly follows um, The end of the Titan set Because Rolk has been placed in Savathun's Throne World Uh, Rolk has sent to Sabathun's throne world to keep an eye on her. So this is kind of a different take on it. Uh, Keep an eye on her because she doesn't realize the throne world is a prison or that her people were tricked into accepting the worm larva. So, like, the witness told told Sabathun and told Zeta or whatever, like, oh, he's there to mentor her. And the witness is like, I don't fucking trust her. (laughs) She is valuable, but I don't trust her. But, yeah, yeah. And, um, and then uh, the gloves Rolk doesn't trust Savathun either But he does trust the Witnesses Wisdom uh, Within the Throne World, the Worm Larva Breeding Chambers have been constructed This is the strike we mentioned And yeah. will be used to Massively increase the armies of Zevorath and Oryx And of course Savathun uh, So that original um, Slice That was taken from From Zeta that Created the original batch of hive That's not effective They had to make breeding chambers Of worm larva and they basically Mass produced them and we shut that Down so that's actually probably One of the largest blows to the hive We've ever done
1: Yeah. So this begs the question like so Like I know I saw Mylan Bring this up but this is like The question everybody had right after that was Okay so now we won't see Any more new hive
0: that is, that is what I believe it means. Yes. Yeah. So like there, whatever there are hive a finite we need, number are of hives.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Because so before this, the hive could reproduce, but they're not reproducing the hive. They're reproducing krill. So then they would yeah. take the worm larva from the breeding chamber and give it to the hive. Even if we didn't destroy that breeding chamber set. Sabbathune is no longer going to just be like yeah here you go have have more fucking yeah. worm larva to kill me you know she would use it only for her own her own broods um but so now devastating blow on both sides
1: sure interesting which yeah. I mean it's kind of like it's kind of usurped because of the whole lucent brood you know they can just resurrect each other and they're not
0: little, if we kill their ghost
1: well yeah you know. But like, so the ghost is all they have yeah. to keep that going.
0: Same thing with guardians, though.
1: That's true. There's only a but... finite number of ghosts.
0: Because because the the hive can still create krill, the humans can still create humans, but there's no more hive being created. There's no more guardians being created, and there's no more lucent brood being created. We're, we're basically I, mean,
1: I see new guardians in the game all the time.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean.
1: How many players are playing Destiny now versus D1? <laughs> um where'd they all come from?
0: There's many I ghosts know. that haven't found their chosens yet. That's all.
1: It's they're coming from alternate timelines and realities and Yeah.
0: <laughs> no. So <laughs> while Rook has been tasked with hanging out in the Throne World. That's not all he was able to do. He was sent out to continue doing his thing. And in probably one of his more enjoyable moments, he wasn't just sent to try to convert a select few. He was just sent to decimate a civilization. Um, so from the Resonant Fury Robes, Rolk is remembering a conquest of a planet uh, called Calaronda. I believe it is. Calaronda is how I'm pronouncing it. I, I, I can read convenient. it. What do you agree? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, And so just before he could deliver the final blow to the planet, a cult acted. Rolk believes that it was Savathun who formed this cult and made them believe that the destruction of the vaulted ring was a sign of the end. They also believed that the darkness of oblivion to be a blessed thing and ended all the life on their own planet just before Rolk could. And so Rolk believes that it was Savathun because he's basically like, he's like really mad about this. Um, and he, he says, it. and there was nothing calling to the witch's involvement, save the twist in her face that betrayed restrained delight. So <laughs> yeah. And that would have fed her worm as well. Being a trickery, stealing all those kills from Rolk, even if not directly.
1: Yeah, that, that is definitely a huge blow. Yeah.
0: Again, a blow to his ego. How sad. (laughs) Uh, So then moving on to the boots. Uh, Rok mocks Savithun in light of the death of her brother Orick. So this is like, this is one of the only times that we actually have a like a chartable point in time. Everything before this, we have no fucking idea how long ago this happened. This could have been a millennia. It could have been yesterday, or it could have been the day before Oryx died. Um, so Rolk mocks Savathun in light of the death of her brother Oryx, he accuses her of playing a part in his death, and she mentions having gained an army from it, but not gaining the ability to take. Because if she had actually orchestrated Oryx's death, she absolutely would have made sure that she came out of it with the ability to take. Take, yeah. Uh, Rolk then mentions how Savathun always worked within the, bro- the shadows of her brother. Without him, she's now exposed. And unlike the previous entry, uh, I have little fear from the sun, she insists, but there is no twist in her face, no secret delight. Mm. So, he was absolutely right. The death of Oryx, and if you think about it from, like, a game stance, like, the second Oryx died, everyone's like, stephen's next, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Immediately set their focus on getting Savathun Yeah And uh, then we come to the final Warlock piece The Resident Fury Bond Savathun has gained the light Imprisoned Rolk in his pyramid And claimed the throne world Which was her prison As her home She sends out a message to the witness A challenge That they will never set foot in it again so specifically she, uh, let me actually find the line because now the ones are going to So try and send your scorn or your disciples or even bring your many selves to reclaim your loss if you must. But this is my domain now and you shall never set foot inside it. Even if I draw my final breath to keep it away. And uh, I know she called it a prison.
1: And, and, and that's because, um, now that it's her throne world, uh, anything that steps into her throne world is bound by the logic of her environment and can be destroyed or something like that. Well, yeah.
0: So, so it was always her throne world, you know, that was never a lie. It was always her throne world, but secretly the throne worlds were a prison. They were like an added layer of deceit on the hive. Yeah. And the witness and Rolk were kind of like sitting back like, oh, yeah, we got them. They don't they don't realize they just bought a timeshare, you know, like all fucking proud of themselves. Yeah. But in this in this uh, last message to the witness, she she says it was a, it, it was this said pleasure that I think that's a typo that gave me the strength to disperse the light throughout this prison you called my home. Since it is now to remain my domain, it has been decorated to reflect as such. So, she knew that the witness considered it a prison as well. She was aware. And so, remember in the campaign, we get the worm familiar, we put it... uh, We don't even bring it to the... We don't need to bring it to the relic. We did that because it was fossilized. But she has the altar of reflection. So what if she had already done that? Huh. What if, what if she had brought the, f- the familiar to the altar of reflection saw, excuse me, saw that the witness had planned to trick the hive and she had all, she was like, Oh, I'm setting all this shit in motion now. Like you're not I tricking me.
1: Yeah. So and... she had a way, she had a way to see what he was up to.
0: Mm-hmm. And no one knew and, and good, they thought they were point. tricking her this whole time they thought they had her trapped but she was orchestrating this plan of getting the light and maybe that happened right after Oryx died, maybe she knew it before Oryx died, because she definitely had her suspicions all, all the way back when Oryx took Gloria and gave Gloria to her, she was like, aren't you a little like, curious, like don't you think things are a little suspicious? and he's like, no, absolutely fucking not so that's something that just occurred to me while we were talking about it today, that's what I wrote down, I didn't want to forget, that Savathun knew the entire time what the Witness had done. Uh. But I mean... No wonder. She, she wouldn't be a god of tricker if she couldn't like suss that out, right? Right.
1: That's, that's impressive.
0: Yeah. I, I think so too. I mean, she was able to gain the light and specifically and this is a great segue not steal the light so the imperious Sunshell, which i have terrible news for everyone who has not already gotten the imperious sun yeah. shell <laughs> i'm almost positive we brought it up last week i'm pretty sure it was one of the, actually yeah because it's still here on my stream deck um the method of obtaining the imperious sun shell which used to be easy to do you can just go into the raid not anymore you can just go into the raid solo there's not a darkness zone until after it you punch in the codes you go a little further you wipe you punch in the codes again you go a little further you wipe you get it done in in 20 minutes now if you have not gotten it already you have to do each entry 10 entries one at one week at a time 10 minus 5 assuming you got the five pillars 10 minus six, assuming you got the five pillars and the first entry. And
1: I wish they wouldn't have like locked it up. Just leave it.
0: You know, what's really weird about it though. They did it after it didn't matter anymore. If, if, if someone did it legit, they got the five entries from fighting the five, the five little altars that tell you things. And then they, they also did the first input on week one, then week two, three, four, five. And that's when they fixed it. That's all 10 entries. So it's like, why did you even need to fix it?
1: Didn't they, should, they didn't need to? They should they didn't just to. left it. it was like so many other things, they could have fixed.
0: It, it was. I dislike that when when there's something yeah. that that hurts and affects no one. It's not a weapon. It's not an exotic armor piece. It's a ghost shell. It's a lore book in a ghost shell, and you're like you're you time getting you it.
1: Intended, like I know you intended it for it to be this way and hard to get, but it you broke it leave it broken because there's people that already got it and they already, you know, were able to 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 exploit that exploit or whatever. And now you just locked it up for the people that are finally able to go in there and do it yeah. the same way. So
0: there's there's you know, no I, reason to to do it. There's no
1: reason to. Exactly.
0: Um but so we have the, the lore entry from the ghost shell which is available on the star. Go read it on the star if you don't have it. Yep. Um basically one of the newly inspired ghosts because the, the ghosts that are resing the hive aren't newly created. They were regular ghosts that decided they just want to start resurrecting hive. Um, they find their way into the fucking pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck they were doing. I have no idea. These ghosts don't sound very smart because our ghost immediately was like, Oh man, I don't like that. When, when yeah. we first saw the pyramid in Shadow Keep, but they were just like, like the same kind of ghost
1: that uh, pulled pork was made out of, huh?
0: Yeah. But so the ghost basically comes face to face with Rolk and has this conversation. um. And uh, so Rolk says, uh, The ghost says, ah, yes, there it is. I'm meant to share it with someone worthy. Basically saying, um, I'm meant to share the light with someone worthy. And Rolk responds, rejoice, I have worth beyond worth. And then the ghost doesn't, I don't think it's the ghost speaking. I think it's actually the traveler speaking through the ghost. And it's like in all caps. And it says, disciple of the dark. And Rolk says, adversary. And the ghost says, this one is not for you. And then something happens and Rolk goes like, ah, too bright. And then, uh, ellipse. And then Rolk says nothing but scrap. They refuse to let their secrets be taken only given. And it ends with Rolk saying, poach another curious fruit from the witch's collection. They cannot as a race all deny our worth. Yeah. So two big things. Um, not only did Sabathin not steal the light, but you can't steal the light. The light refuses to be stolen. It is only ever given. given. yeah. Gaul came as close as you can get to stealing the light, and the traveler said nope and fucking killed him.
1: Yeah, which was hilarious.
0: Yep. And the yeah. other thing is, Rolk is dead, but before he died, he told, I'm assuming the Taken or the Scorn, to go... Collect some more ghosts because mm. one of them's gonna revive him. Sick. I mean, one of them can revive him. I don't think they would, but they can. Yeah,
1: you know, there's always like these little back there's always like these little back doors laid that, yeah. you know. So like Just in, the just future, in case the they want to do
0: more Rolk stuff, yeah. they had this they had this written down.
1: Five years from now we gotta re we get a revamp of the vaulted you know, about <laughs> the disciple raid. <laughs> and it's Rogue I'm... back with the light
0: <laughs> See, like there there are rumors that um the uh taken king, King's Fall is the next one coming back. Yeah and everyone's like, Oh, well, how, how is how is Oryx gonna come back to life if we killed him? And it's like, Oh, the two truths and the lie, Oryx is not truly really dead. And it's like, Yes, he is. He's not right. coming back. It, when when King's Fall comes back As a raid it will be a Legends content It is not taking place in this Point in time it took place in the point in time Many years ago now Like five years ago now I think more yeah. Um, So He's not actually back you're it, just playing a raid You
1: know what though it, it would be cool though Um, Like if there was some sort of Back channel way to go back to the raids And just explain that as Oh We've opened up a portal you can go back and do the raid because we forgot something or we need to help plant what you had already gotten from the raid because now's the time in the future when you need to go put that gem particle back there basically and say here we go this is for the future
0: well they actually do kind of have that but it's it's not so in depth as that because ikora has used to have more frequently the thing called meditation, which was yeah. the lore reason you could replay a mission a second time. You we're like meditating on yeah, the mission,
1: yeah. So, like, you could go back and meditate on the Oryx raid and then yeah. figure out, well, okay. So, when we got the revamped uh Vault of Glass, the items from the raid had changed dialogue or changed uh flavor tags,
0: yes. But oh,
1: I am really interested to see if they do that with the Taken King.
0: I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will with certain things. But sure. just because the flavor text has changed, just because maybe the item looks a little different, just because it has a time lost version Doesn't or, or mean whatever. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is the exact same item sure. that it was all the way back sure. then. <laughs> yeah. People, this, this is one of those things that, like, really fucking, like, these are one of the things that I would stop rating to have an argument on Twitter about where they're like, yeah. Then how do you explain it? It's like, it's a video game. <laughs> Imagine playing the game. Imagine watching the day one race, and then who won it this time? Um, oh, I man, I want to say the, the clan name. All I can remember is Redeem, and I know Redeem didn't win.
1: Dado came in second. Did he? Didn't
0: he? I think he I think he might have. Um, I want to get their name. I want to give them a shout out.
1: See, this is what happens when you're a lore nut. You don't keep up with all the other nuts.
0: So, <laughs> Elysium. Okay, so yeah. imagine you're watching the raid race and Clan Elysium wins, and then it's like, man, I can't wait to go in that raid. You can't, because Rolk died, and Rolk doesn't oh, yeah, no. come back. Like,
1: could you imagine?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's, it's, yeah, it's done yeah, once. He's you're... dead. What are you what are you doing? That wouldn't be a very fun game. Yeah.
1: Well the black edge is just your TV screen anyway.
0: <laughs> That's that is a very meta joke.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, there is one more entry. And I don't know which one came first, the ghost entry or the, the collective obligation entry. So I put the collective obligation entry last because it sounds it's a, it's, a, it's the good place to stop, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so the summary of it. Rolk reveals that humanity was never on the chopping block, not entirely. Humans were seen similar to those who lived on Lubray and the Oslid. The witness meant to call the weak and entice the strong. Even with yep. the death of Rolk, this is still going on. Yep. And so... All the way back at the start, I said, pay attention to these things, these themes. The witness isn't just going around killing everything. There are planets where he has or they have involvement and they're trying to uh, foster turmoil and find a disciple among them. And it, yep. it really feels like that's where it's going with humanity.
1: Yeah. Because, like, you got to think why were we pitted against Rolk? If the witness is behind all that, why? Mm -hmm. You know, because it's very much like, you've got to bring a challenger to fight the Guardians. If you're going to overtake the Guardian, you've got to have something. So it's not that he thought Rolk would succeed, necessarily. It's that maybe by us defeating Rolk, that's all he needed to, you know, um, what's the word, cement his ideas about the Guardian and what mm-hmm. his future plans are for the Guardian. Because now you've defeated Rolk and you are deemed somewhat worthy, right, of his... I mean, we were always somewhat worthy of his attention, you know, but it's funny because his name's the Witness. He very much bears witness to your ascension into this being that is able to overtake these huge gods hmm So, you... I mean, the game is about you as the Guardian. You are technically the Chosen One. I mean, this is your story. So, all this crap that's happening around you is for you. I mean, it's a very solipsic type of reality you live in. It's all for you. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know? So... Because even if you're not the Raid... Because now that, like, Raids are, like, built into the story, even if you're not the Raid, the raid 1 team... The way that they talk about it, it's like ambiguous, and it's like, yeah, you can be yeah. the raid, <laughs> the, yeah, the guy who did it. It used to just like they used they used to just give you the title if you beat the raid, and they would they wouldn't really reference the raid at all in the story. It would just be like, uh, what would they call you, um, Crota Bane or whatever, High yeah, Bane. Yeah, Bane of
1: Crota. Yeah, High yeah. Bane. Yeah.
0: Um, they would say things like that, and it was like, yeah, thanks, I did do that raid. That was cool. I guess it does actually exist, but now it's, like, actually referenced in, like, quest text and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So, one one last thing that I wanted to say is, with this expansion, with this raid and everything, going back to the beginning of Beyond Light, it really felt like the Witness was talking to us, the player, trying to get us, the player, to come to their side and this expansion, it sounds like the witness is kind of sick of us. And yeah. me and my friends kind of had this like running gag that the witness is like, you know what? Fuck guardians, fuck this fucking place. I I hate I hate all this shit. But going through this stuff has made me think, <laughs> maybe he's not saying fuck guardians. Maybe he's saying fuck the player. Yeah, it could be. Because Obviously, Destiny is not a game that has multiple endings. It's going to have one ending for the Light and Dark Saga. And that ending cannot be that we side with the Witness. It's that you came here to play as a Guardian, the Guardian, of the Traveler, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll be tempted by the Witness. We'll take the Dark Powers, but we won't side with the Witness. Meanwhile, the Witness will find their Guardian Disciple that will be like... You know, in the final raid where you actually go and kill the witness, the first boss is a guardian, or a few guardians, or several guardians. Maybe those are the ads. Maybe you're just, like, fighting fucking guardians.
1: Oof. That'd be scary.
0: Yeah, right? And then the raid guardian is just one with a (laughs) gallerhorn.
1: Ugh. Yeah, you know, you you could be onto to something though like he was originally uh talking to us the player and then he got to the point where he's just like god dang it I'm sick of this. Come on. Yeah. Here's where we're going now. You I'm, you guys are annoying.
0: I'm sick of the player, but not of the Guardians.
1: Yeah. I'm not done. You want to play? Let's really play. And he starts cracking his knuckles and mm-hmm. let's go. You mm-hmm. don't even know yet.
0: That that's this, that's that's kind of where I, I'm I'm thinking it's going to go. Now.
1: Yeah. Well, so do you think, okay, we're at the end anyway, mm-hmm. so now we can play the part of like, what do you think's next? So do you think, all right, so do you think...
0: You mean like uh, after light and dark?
1: All right, so we get, we're we getting these little riddles, the, the two truths and a lie, two lies and a truth, whatever. Um... And I think that they're kinda playing with that because they're just trying to they're just trying to invoke what like what's gonna come next. So we know what's gonna come immediately next. I mean we know it's inevitable we're gonna have like, you know, the the Taken King raid or something mm-hmm. and like some other things. But do you think there is something to those questions that Sabbath air quotes is asking? Because are we one of the lines in there was Uh, you will travel to other galaxies or other places. I think that's inevitable. Okay. Do you think that what we do here will be wrapped up in a bow and then then something else is going to happen in in like a a galaxy far, far away, a long time ago, whatever. And it's another whole thing.
0: Uh, Yeah. Uh, So speaking about the, after the light and dark saga, after final shape, we are at the beginning of this year you know we have yeah. this whole year and then two more whole years after that and yeah. at GDC they had a presentation and uh actually I can I can't pull it up uh they had a presentation where they showed like a redacted roadmap and it wasn't like anything you couldn't really draw anything from it because all it, all it showed was, um, beyond light. And then the seasons of beyond light and then witch queen, and then the season of the risen followed by small flags for the season after the season, after the season after, and then, uh, what's after that light fall season, after season, after season, after season, after, and then final shape. And then beneath the final shape, big flag, there was a second big flag. Who knows what that is? And then beneath the big flag, there were five small flags. And in the Beyond Light section, there was a flag for the 30th anniversary content. So it seems like Final Shape is kind of like... Based on absolutely fucking nothing, right? We have no idea what it could mean. It could be a mistake to even be in there in the first sure. place. They could have, they could have just yeah. miscounted yeah. because it's not like they're sure. naming them or numbering well, we them. Did this
1: when, we did this when we saw Comet. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay. It's it's not even like they numbered them. They weren't like season, okay, well, it's season 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. We yeah, just yeah. don't have the names yet. It was just question marks. So it would be super <laughs> fucking easy to put one extra in there and just get confused And they weren't even like in a linear order, because it was like, here's this timeline and we gotta fill it. So it's like here's fourteen, here's fifteen, here's sixteen, here's seventeen, here's eighteen, here's nineteen, here's twenty. Like it was just it was going all over the fucking place. Yeah. They did they made it confusing. So I can see it being a mistake, but it, it I guess my hope would be that with the end of a light and dark saga, they they kinda go all out, right? Yeah, give us give us a big extra thing at the end. Give us that thirtieth anniversary content for Light and Dark Saga. Well, but that's years from now, anyway. Yeah. And uh, this is the end of our show. Unless you have something else to say?
1: No, that was pretty much it. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to what's coming up next really soon. So we got Solar Arc Revamp. I'm, I'm curious as to how that's going to tie back into the gameplay. I can't wait to become a gunslinger again. When I first started the game, the Bang. first thing that I really identified with as a player was true gunslinger in mm-hmm. true gunslinger fashion. I like the fantasy of being a robot Western cowboy with a flaming gun going around destroying everything. I don't necessarily like the lore aspect of, you know, what is tied to a lot of the solar uh, people, but I do like the fantasy of being uh, a solar cowboy, you know, robot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I I hope uh I think the Arc One is next based on yeah. some of the things they said. And there's we don't know if the Arc One is next. If anyone says that it's been confirmed that Arc is next, that is not true. But in my mind, sorry.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Like you said, it's all
0: speculation. Yeah. In my mind uh, you don't work. They didn't work on all three light subclasses at the same time. They worked on Void. They're working on the next one. They work on the next one. And yeah. they decided in this season to take some of the Void inspirations and put them into the Synaptic Spear, which has a throwing animation of a spear. Arc hunters have a spear or a staff, hmm. but it could be a fucking and spear to throw like
1: it. Arc energy when you use yeah. it. Yeah.
0: And yeah. also. When you have the spear, you get quickness, which gives you that massive first jump. Uh, yeah, so, like, these are yeah, all things... That's like
1: an arc thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: And they actually specifically said that they, they applied arc mentalities into the spear. So, okay. if Void was already finished, and they're pumping arc attributes into the spear, it sounds to me like arc is next. Okay. And when you really were to look at it, Void is probably... The most fun, probably gonna be the most fun. Probably gonna be the most useful. So that was probably why I got picked yeah. as the first it's one. It's funny because sp-
1: as as much as of 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 like a gunslinger, I am the yeah. the most played is Void. It's yeah, it's always Void just because yeah. of the ability that you can get from it. So,
0: and and yeah. that's what makes sense. That's why it makes sense to give void the treatment first. And sure. then when your choice is between arc and solar, you look at the arc and solar kits and it's like, well, I guess warlocks have their, their Kami Hamiha and that's kind of useful. And Titans, you know, they like to do their their meme their meme smashes with the uh the Kiros uh exotic yeah. And arc hunters are basically not used, right? So it's like whereas solar, they actually have a fair bit of light. Maybe not, they're not top tier, but they're it's like D tier and C tier. So it's like, okay, well, yeah. we've got to bring up the D tier yeah. before we bring yeah. up the C tier. <laughs> and I like it. Yeah. Uh so our next show will be on April 10th. And I have no idea what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna we're gonna have to go through the lore books and see what is up because the seasonal lore book.
1: Well, I think the psyops would probably be a good one, just because I think in two weeks we'll probably have something else.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's kind of what I mean. The, the seasonal lore book for, from the psyops, uh, uh yeah. guy, quintessence, I believe it's called. It yeah. is finished in game. It has not been pushed out into the API yet.
1: There you go.
0: So it's it's not impossible to talk about. It's just a pain in the ass when I can't just copy and paste it and make notes on it. Um so hopefully next week it, it will be out and we can work on that. Aside from that, there is the um the M- 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 lore book, which is yep. bugged and we don't know how to finish the lore book, like in game, how to finish the lore book, but yeah. The counter is true. It's, it's big, all in big the, big the API, one. so yeah. it's like, do we spoil a lore book or do we, yeah, choose the annoying lore book? Maybe we'll do the uh uh, the fuck is it? Something of mercy, the Saladin book.
1: Yeah, that's a good that's a good option.
0: Yeah, kind of
1: whatever it is. Too.
0: All right. So that's going to be it for us this week. We hope you had a good time. If yep. you joined late, if you want to just listen to it again, it will be up very soon. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye.